Welcome to On The Mic With Mike. We don't always have these conversations with our loved ones, but we need to. The podcast that addresses controversial issues that affect us in the criminal justice system. Do you understand what we had to get to to carry a gun and defend ourselves? And even cultural challenges we face every day. People just love to make it about race. That's not the case. What causes you to be in a relationship that may lead to a potential domestic issue down the line? Resolve your unconscious bias and grow from an independent perspective based on facts and data. Why not use statistics in your analysis? And now your host. Do I seem like I'm on something or am I just losing it? Instructor Mike. And the ones lobbying for Illinois to have concealed carry. They were the ones who lobbied for African-Americans to have firearms in the first place because they were technically one of the oldest civil rights organizations that does exist, whether people like to believe it or not. Because it was up to them who actually put rifles in the hands of African-Americans and things like that to defend themselves against the KKK. But, you know, who cares about history lessons, right? True. But anyway, I digress. Oh, no, history gets deleted. That's what I said. Who cares about history? History doesn't matter anymore. You yeah. know, no, no one cares about history unless it unless it builds up their case. Like, I don't know, school shootings build up cases for gun legislation. The problem is, and this is just how I feel, I'm kind of numb now because you got a left wing and a right wing. All You're both the on the same bird. And neither one of those wings listens to the people. Hey, I told y'all before. So it's about your agenda. Your agenda is there. The money is there. Always follow the money. And honestly, right now, this is going to go to the highest bidder. I'll throw out a quick conspiracy for you, and y'all can decide what you want to think on it. But it was real convenient that the Uvalde tragedy had to happen four hours away from the NRA convention about four days before it started. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I, I don't want to get us, you know, banned off of anything. Yeah, yeah, we got to be careful and certain. Uh, and I'm reading uh, uh, statements from TikTok, too. Uh, and I'll be reading you all's comments, too, in this conversation because I definitely want you all uh, to continue to be a part of the conversation uh, Fury Fire Cutie 6109 says, and all history and books and libraries, universities, and all misinformation. Hey, Char- and also Charlie Boy. Yeah. Illinois State Rifle Association is another organization local in Illinois that does fight for, obviously, things here in Illinois. Yeah. You mentioned, obviously, you don't know anything outside of the NRA. So if you're looking to support another organization that's Pretty much in your backyard, if you're in the Chicagoland area, ISRA, Illinois State Rifle Association. Right. And we're talking about, and I yield to Katie because I know he was getting ready to say something. Bill uh, O'Banion, Martin, what's going on, sir? Always a supporter. I appreciate that. Mike, are you talking about the National African American uh, Gun Association? They have not been around as long as the NRA. Give it time. I I think that... So, no, no. no. It's, it's not that. We're not saying... 
Don't that's get not, this is different. That's a different organization altogether. Oh, NAGR is something totally different. It's um, ah, uh, NAGR is something different. Okay, NAGA is N A A G A. Right. That's and NAGR is uh something gun rights. Okay. National something gun rights. Yeah, but even GOA. NAGA Association for Gun Rights. Okay, NAGR. Yeah. And even though they haven't been around, I was just saying that organization because, like I said, the organization's intentions are extremely laudable, above reproach. But there were a couple of their representatives that were saying something previously talking about how the NRA does not represent. And today in the House hearing, what I saw was people likely backed by the NRA, but definitely fighting against the the attacks that are sure to come. And it's this kind this preface, this is a preface right here that's going to lead to a even deeper conversation about gun control because they're they're missing certain things. It's I find it funny that we are trying to attack the tool. And and not they are the always people. Always missing certain things when it comes to gun control. Though. Yeah, that's. I mean, let's put it like this: the conversation on the on on deck is gun control. Yeah, let's just put it right there. Everything is missing from the conversation because it's about gun control. Right. Thank you. It has nothing to do with figuring out how to do better background checks or forcing states. To do better reporting for their background checks. No, no, no. We don't want to do that. We don't want to go ahead and try to start looking for illegal firearms and fixing that problem. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's not figure out how to better prepare softer targets. And I'm just going to say softer targets for such events, whether it be a church, whether it be a school, wherever that soft target is. Correct. It's never about how to better prepare for people who don't follow laws. It's always about how to mess with law-abiding citizens. Mm -hmm. That's why if you look at anything involving gun control, my hands are always in the air because the point was totally missed. If we're ever talking about gun control, you missed the point. Correct. And that's why all this stuff, I'm just gonna shake my head to. I'll like, check it, Miss Lynn. And I'm gonna throw up a little bit even more on top of it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not even about gun control. It's about people control. If you really it's, want to know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's about people control. At the end of the day, when we are literally the, the only country in the on earth, okay, that has the amount of guns in the civilian public's hands. And for a long time, NATO wanted to not allow that because NATO does not have the cannot have the ability to come in here and do what they want to do like they can do in other countries and for those that actually don't know um our sovereignty rights were actually signed over in the world health organization by our government which means that if ever a med another medical pandemic is ever declared and nato decides that they need to step into our country in order to take control and stop the spread of the pandemic they can do by whatever means necessary to do so. Now, yep. there are some people who are, you all keep the comments coming and do me a favor, keep the likes 
going. Keep the likes going. If you haven't already smashed that like button, do us a favor, hit the like button, continue the comments and things like that. You know, continue the comments. Let's keep let's keep going. Here we go. Ivan the Great on YouTube said they need to raise the age limit to purchase a gun. Bottom line, your brain isn't fully developed until you're at least 21 to 24 years of age. Go! Go ahead, <laughs> Hey, AJ got nothing to do with it. Y'all see that? John, you get first bite. Y'all see this? Then I guess you can't serve your country until 21. You give me to it. If you're not immensely prepared enough to have a firearm in your possession, then you're not mentally prepared to serve your country. In which case, let's weaken our military some more. Yeah. I was 17 when I signed up. I'm sorry to say that. I was 17 when I signed up too. That's absolutely idiotic. Yep. The fact that you're going to try and weaken our military even more, because again, why should they sign up if they're not going to be allowed to carry a gun? Because they're not; they're only 18. And then let's talk or, back. Or they can carry a gun at 18 while they're in the military, but not in the civilian world. But see, here's this too. Let's let's talk facts, right? So I've been shooting since I was 14. I had to sneak away to learn how to shoot by a couple of PMI primary marksmanship instructors who were Marines, you know, in ROTC and stuff like that. That's when I first started learning how to shoot. But in Chicago, we didn't. And by the way, we had ROTC in high school. You don't see that in Chicago high schools anymore because that's just gone and out the door. But let's talk about different people. See, we cannot have this conversation about guns without talking about the context of geographical, regional, local, and even racial lines where training takes place because in certain places, like there was a person who, there was a representative in the house from Texas, I believe. He made a brilliant speech. I did not write his name down, but he made a brilliant speech and I'm gonna find that snippet. He was talking about how in Texas in the 60s, you know, and in times, don't get me wrong, racial things being what they were, but the truth being what it is, you would have people who would have guns all over the place. They came back from the war and not only World War II, but Vietnam, there were guns all over the place. You didn't have a lot of mass shootings. You didn't have a lot of different things that you have now. So if it's really guns are the issue, how do you explain back then? How do you also explain the fact that in well-to-do or even middle-class uh, uh, neighborhoods, right, in different towns, regardless of race, we'll argue in, in white areas and things like that. If, I, if a father wants to go take his son hunting and teaching him how to use a firearm or teaching him how to use a rifle, you know that helps in joining and sustaining the military by giving them those skills early. So when they do turn 17, they're able to fully enlist, already having those skills from having been taught that back a long time ago. I mean, does that make sense? Am I off-putting with this? No, but the thing is this, man. Everything is going to always come down to the people. What has changed and what is wrong with the people? These are nothing question. more than tools. I'll, I don't own any firearm. I own a, a seed sower, and that's what I have. The YouTube is instructor Mike. That's what I got. So call it, if we can, we can literally, literally 
everything has a new name. You can be named whatever you want to call. You can be them, 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 they, and ours. You can be anything you want to be as a human. But I can't choose the name of a device. Because the whole thing that's always said is this. This device was created with the means of doing X, Y, and Z. Okay? It's always the same thing. Go to The gun was created to do this. The gun was created to do that. Okay. Humans have to touch the tool to make the tool do what it's doing. But until we start really addressing, addressing the people problem we have, the mental problems we have, the medications that we keep trying to put people on, until we address what is wrong with people, I feel like leave tools alone. Because this wasn't this much of an uproar when my man got behind the wheel of a car and went through a parade. Mm. Go ahead, go ahead, um, Katie. Uh, Marquis, what was that very first question that you asked? I don't know. I just started talking. Oh. <laughs> well, if you really, if you really want to go back to it, uh, like Mike was just explaining about the uh, instructor, the, uh, the, the House of Representative, the guy from Texas, growing up in the South, Grandma had tools at the front and the back door. Those tools were put there, and you was other, and you were taught that that was a piece of furniture that you did not touch. Until you got to a certain age where you were able to go outside and touch it the right way. I got it right so here. On using, using it the right way. So the problem that we have we're having is the fact of we are not holding the people accountable for the ones for the people for the reason why it's going on. Everyone want to talk about gun reform and, uh, and, and and get rid of this gun and that gun. How about the word accountability? I ask the people. I asked these people before in my class. I said, if I had a dog and my dog jumped the matter of fact, John, you got a dog, huh, Gunner. If Gunner jumped the gate and wouldn't and bit the neighbor, what would the police do? Oh, he'd go to doggy jail. Let's let's hear. Oh, we let's let's hear uh, the representative. And I don't think he was from. Here we go. Presented statement, sir. Say you support confiscating guns from individuals determined to be a threat to themselves or others. Determined to be. But by this legislation, my colleagues are putting forth my understanding of the of the letter of that law, which I 1,000% oppose, as would our founding fathers. The letter of that law is an anonymous tip from a citizen. So if this was law, Red flag laws. Would you confiscate? Would you go to your neighbor's home and confiscate his legally owned weapons? A man that was not under criminal investigation nor under arrest. Would you do it? The red flag laws would. That's a yes or no, brother. I got five minutes to make an hour and a half statement here. It's more than a yes or no answer. It we'll move on. Then. It would... If you can't, if you cannot say yes, you would confiscate weapons from an American citizen that was subject to this law that my colleagues intend to push through this Congress, then you and you said in your statement that you would confiscate those weapons if an American was determined to be, your quote, a threat to themselves or others. According to that law, determined to be is defined by an anonymous tip that an American citizen is a threat to themselves or others. 
you're a police commissioner, a thin blue line brother, sworn to uphold the Constitution, and you're saying you'd see those weapons. I see that as a problem. I'm going to bring us back in time to World War II. America's population, 140 million. 15 million American men came home from World War II with deep scars and significant skills. They bore the invisible wounds of war. There was weapons everywhere. We're talking about mental challenge. My father was one of those men who was a Navy pilot in World War II. He came back from the war and built his family on the seventh of his eight children. I was born in 1961. We had guns everywhere. There was virtually no regulation. Any child in the 50s could buy a weapon from any seller if daddy sent them with the money. We didn't have mass shootings. It wasn't until 1968 in America that serial numbers were even required on weapons sold in this country. You order weapons through the Sears catalog by the mail. 19, in the 70s, I attended a high school, large rural school. Virtually every vehicle in the parking lot was a pickup truck. And almost every one had a rifle or a shotgun on the back glass and a pistol in under the seat. We didn't have school shootings. 1979, I began college. One of the jobs I had to work my way through college was as a carpenter. We restored historical buildings. We had to determine in the process of that work what was the original cuts of these, these homes, residential homes, built 75, 85, 100 years ago. You could tell by the saw cut if it was a mechanical cut, an electric cut, or a hand cut. By such observations, we knew exactly how that house was originally built. And to my amazement, as a young man, beginning college in Louisiana, working, to my amazement, you know what I discovered, Madam Chair? You know what these houses did not have that were built 100 years ago in cities in America? You know what they did not have, Commissioner? Locks. Locks. Now, I ask you all, what happened to that country, man? A country where homes were built in cities with no locks. A country where guns were everywhere and virtually not regulated at all. Where millions of Americans, 14 million Americans came back. It's 11% of the population at the time, after World War II, with incredible skills of war and weapons of war, as you called them, everywhere. But we didn't have mass shootings. And here we sit today, where an entire once proud Democratic Party is pre presenting unbelievably unconstitutional laws to press upon our nation. And we have a police commissioner that says he would go home to home and confiscate legally owned weapons if he got a tip. Madam Chair, I yield my speech, but I will not yield my opposition to these unconstitutional laws. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Thoughts, guys, go. Powerful, but it makes total damn sense. As times change, 
the technology changed. Cars didn't have locks. Cars didn't require keys to get into them. Houses barely had locks. Houses didn't need keys to get into them. When crime and people changed their agenda, technology changed. So rather than change the technology and figure out what's wrong with people, let's get rid of stuff. Well, yeah, we're going to go say, demolition, man. Right. We didn't say, okay, you know what? Everyone should not, everyone should have the same car. That way, if everyone has the same car, no one would be tempted to steal if it was different. No one's ever said, yo, we all need to have two bedroom houses so then that way no one's tempted to break into a mansion. No one has ever done that. So why not look at what's wrong? And the problem is people, poverty, and coping mechanisms. It's all mental. I'm sorry. I, I, I know we talk a lot about the mental health thing, but I feel in my heart there's something wrong with the minds, hearts, and disciplines of people. Yes. Because I don't feel that they're being raised the same to appreciate life like we did back in the day. I don't I don't feel that kids or hell, it's not even kids no more because you got some screwed up adults. People don't value things like they used to. Nope. Including human life. I yield. So I'll jump in and it's still gonna go back to what I said earlier. I mean Again, if you look around and pay attention to everything that's going on, and this is just piggybacking off of what we've already said, is it's it's going far past the gun control. It's it's all about the people control at this point. A thousand percent, it's all about the people control. If you look at our population in the United States in 1990, we had 249 million people. This year, we are at 332 million people. 83 million more people. So look at, let's think about this in per capita, okay? Just like technology goes up, we get more advanced things. Population goes up because people are sticking their dinglings and ladies are allowing dinglings inside of them. Hey, so okay, keep going. All we're, right. We're, we're getting more babies out, <laughs> which means that as more people get of age and we have more guns that become available. So, yes, back in the 90s, we had less problems because the population was less. Now we have more problems as the population is going harder or higher. If you think about it, that means that every 10 years we're going up 30 million in, in population. I'm let's, let's even go past one more on that. What's the most common used weapon in the United States? Literally, by FBI statistics, what is the most common used weapon in the United States? Is it a hammer or a knife? Personal weapons. Yeah. Hands, feet, and knees. Yeah. Blunt weapons or bludgeons are number two. Edged weapons are number three. So one, two, and three are all weapons that are mostly used by FBI statistics. Mm -hmm. And firearms are not in the top three. But we're going to control guns. No, we want to control the people. 
You take away their long-range and or distance weapon and only limit them to personal weapons or close contact weapons. And when people, i.e. whoever's in charge, has the distance weapons, you can then control mass population. Michael Monroe says, and then Katie, you're next. Michael Monroe says, why are people not talking about the teachers in Uvalde? Is that Uvalde? Yeah, you said Uvalva. That, that's something else. Uvalde uh, arming themselves to defend those children. Mike, we're going to get there. Katie, go. I'm apologizing. I got a new router, a new internet. I don't know what the heck is going on, so I keep on getting knocked off. But what I was asking John before, when it comes down to your animals, if you have an animal, your dog gets out the gate and go and attack someone. You, as the the dog owner, is responsible for that. Yep, They're dog is going to jail, and I'm going to get in trouble, get a ticket, fine, depending on how many times my dog got out. I, I'm going to be in trouble as well. You in trouble as well. So why is it that we have all of these? And I hate to use the word dogs, but we have all these loose pets running around committing crimes, and no one is being held responsible for. That right there, I think, is the number one problem. Number two problem is the fact that punishment and crimes are not matching up. Back then, back in the day when you guys were talking about uh, older days, whereas the crime rate was real low, I do remember those laws being not even stricter, but enforced a little bit more. True enough, it may have been a little bit more for different communities, but they were enforced a little bit more, and you knew that if you committed a crime and got caught, you was going to get charged. Absolutely. And you was going to get... Yeah, million, it, it, 83, it, it, less, 83 million less people. Yeah, but those 83 million less people knew that when you get caught, you go to jail and you will sit there and it's not daddy day count. So as long as, as long as we have these people uh, sitting behind a desk in these nice three-piece Italian suits, make a decision that doesn't make any sense at all, and they're not enforcing the laws that are on the books, implementing a new law to the books, is doing nothing but making the shelf heavy that's holding the books. Because so my thing is, what do people have to fear? What do criminals have to fear now? Let's they don't have real. nothing to fear. They don't have so, nothing to fear. So here's my thing, and this is what I would love to know. When was death penalties removed? And what was the increase of crime after that? That's a very good question. So that's the first thing I want to know. Well, that's going to be by state. Let's go by state. Now, what? the second thing. The there's second still thing. some states that have death penalty. Mm -hmm. Texas. I would love to know what their crime is like, too. Yeah. Because if there's nothing to fear, why can't I commit a crime? There's nothing yeah. to fear. My thing is, and, and my second thing, if guns are a problem and we need to get rid of guns, why aren't men castrated due to rape? True. But... I here, here's this too. I blame think, the tool, correct? Yeah, we're gonna blame the tool. But I think that one of the problems that is not being addressed, and of course, it would have to. It's like the politicians want us to decide. And I heard this, and I fucking hated this statement when they were using it. They wanted law-abiding gun owners to decide which is more important, the AR-15 or your children. I'm like, are you fucking serious? So let me go on ahead and put it to you in a way that really makes sense. 
Which one is more important? The votes that keep you in office or the reforms that need to happen, not only in the school systems that need the reforms, but decentivizing the breaking up of families, decentivizing going out here and having children literally be a stain. And what do I mean by, by that? I mean, children, how, how many, how much money do you get on your tax returns and tax credits for having how many children and being a single parent and not, and, and doing everything, being on welfare? What about all of those things? I'm sorry, that just grinds my fucking gears. Because before we even start to address the the gun, let's address all the socioeconomic ills. Let's address all the situations that cause people to create families because they want a family, because families matter, because they were treated like shit by their mom, treated like shit by their dad, treated by like shit by the kids at school who may come from better financially stable and better familially, that's not a word, but better families, things like that. Making fun of children. Let's address the bullying. Let's address the teachers who see the bullying and not doing shit about that that makes the active shooter not care about death, not care about jail, not care about in-school school suspension, not care about all of those things. See, we're talking about using a gun to stop an active shooter. Those motherfuckers don't give a shit about being killed because they're dead inside already. Well, let's go on ahead and put them in jail and give them life in prison without the possibility of parole. What if they fucking live in a prison where their mom is their warden, their dad is their warden? What about those issues? We're not saying shit about that because if we start to address that on the the government level, now you're going to fuck with parents and now you're going to fuck with votes. So now I'm going to turn it to the politicians, those who could be watching if I or us, if we are even so fucking important. But which is more important to you? Votes that's going to keep you in office or actually making reforms that could reform the human before they find the need to even get to the fucking tool in the first place. The answer is neither. It's all about the money. Well, we know that. Hey, John. Hey, John uh, 2011 is when the death penalty was abolished in, 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 in Illinois. Yeah, in Illinois. That's why I said that just goes by state. In 2011, we had a population of 12,869,257 people. Uh, according to this, uh, 2011, the total crime of offensives was 395,484 homicides 779 forcible rapes 4,000 robbery 20,000 aggravated robbery 29,000 so according to these numbers and you look at the numbers that we have now yet yeah, they have went up tremendously after the fact of uh, the, the death penalty being taken off the table we had a conversation about this a couple of uh, weeks ago about TAMS. TAMS uh, Correctional uh, Center, yeah. Correctional I remember Center that. being closed down. Yeah. It's the, it's, the same con it's the same concept. Most criminals now don't fear going to jail. They don't fear it because they're in there. They got they got VCR. They got TV. Right now, they got tablets. They have tablets. They can have emails. They can talk to people. You know, mm -hmm. the, it's the luxury of being in prison now. 
They have health care. They have everything that we pay for, we work hard for, they got it for free in there. So, oh, absolutely. And, and take it one step further to what Mike said. Now you can take a kid who's got absolutely nothing at home, nothing, and then they hear and know about the fact that I can go to jail, I get a tablet, I get three hot meals, you know what I mean? I got a decent, semi-decent bed to sleep in. I don't have to worry about it. Mm. I get TV time. I get yard time. Mm. I get all the luxuries that I don't get at home because mom or dad ain't letting me out the house. All I, I'm made fun of at school because I don't have the new kicks. I don't have the tablet. I don't have the AirPods. So I'm getting clowned at school because I'm poor. Mm-hmm. And even though we, we may not be poor, but mom and dad ain't buying a shit. And granted, I get it's all materialistic things, and there are far better things that we can teach our children, but that's part of the problem. There are other people who do concentrate on all the materialistic things in in lieu of their bad parenting. Right. So because I'm a crappy parent, I'm going to buy you a pair of AirPods. Yeah, and that's not doing good because you're not teaching them anything. Exactly. You're teaching them absolutely nothing. You're just trying to compensate for your lack of, of the ability to teach them anything. Ooh. Because you cannot bring anything to the table, just like Mike said in the past. You're out there pushing out babies, men and women, okay, that weren't emotionally, mentally, psychologically, financially, uh, spiritually prepared to do so. Mm-hmm. Because you had nothing to offer that child. Right. You wanted the glamour of saying, I'm mama, or I'm dada, or I'm papa, you know what I mean, I'm daddy. You wanted all that glamour and no understanding as to what the responsibility is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, do you, think, do you think we are headed towards martial law or a civil war? That's been proved for a long time. And let me ask you this, though. So let's just say by some stroke of the pen that they actually, and I strongly believe this is not going to happen, but let's just say by some stroke of the pen, they actually sign a, get a law, sign into law. I might have said that wrong. Where all the guns are banned. What do you think is going to happen? No, no, wait, wait, wait. We probably should not answer that question on live. Say that again. What was the question? No, nope. no, we no. gonna we gonna end it. We gonna no. end that and go someplace else. Cause okay. what is understood need not be, be said. Explained. No, it doesn't need to be explained. Right. So, yeah, that too. <laughs> need not be explained or said. Moving on, issue number one. You you all remember? Uh, what the McLaughlin group? <laughs> it's show number one. <laughs> All right, here we. That's an old thing. I'm sorry. So, um, let's play this. Uh, Lucretia Hughes had some powerful words to say on uh, in the congressional hearing, and I didn't even know her son was a victim of gun violence. I I didn't even know that, but she had very powerful words to say. Let's take a listen. My name is Lucretia Hughes Klukin. I have four children and nine grandchildren. On the night of April the 2nd, 2016, my family got a phone call that would change our lives forever. 
My ex-husband answered the phone and let out a blood-curdling scream, a scream of pain from the depths of his soul. He screamed, he cried, he's gone, he is gone. Our 19-year-old son, Emmanuel, went to a party early that night. After we got the call, we was frantic. We called his phone, no one answered. We called even the police. I went to Facebook and I had to ask, is my son dead? I found out that he was shot point blank in the head and killed while playing dominoes. No one spoke up for weeks and the killer was on the run. No one was going to snitch, but that is the street life. Words can't describe how hard it is to bury a child. I ache for anyone and all who have done the same. My son's death was a result of a criminal with an evil heart and a justice system failing to hold him accountable for the laws he had already broken. You see, a convicted felon killed my son with an illegally obtained gun. Our gun control lobbyists and politicians claim that their policies will save lives and reduce violence. Well, those policies did not save my son. The laws being discussed are already implemented in cities across this country. We have decades of evidence proving they do not work. St. Louis, New York, Chicago, Washington, Atlanta are gun control utopias, and they are plagued with the most violence. 10 more laws, 20 more laws, a thousand more won't make what has already illegal more wrong or stop criminals from committing these crimes. And y'all are delusional if you think it's going to keep us safe. I am a walking testimony of how the criminal justice system and the gun control laws, which is steeped in racism, by the way, have failed the black community. By the age of 25, I had already went to 18 young black men funeral at the age of 25. I have one black man in jail, one black man in the grave, and my young grandson gonna be raised without a father. And it's a curse on the black community and everyone else's. Something has to change. Thoughts and prayers and calls for more gun control isn't enough. How about letting me defend myself from evil? I, you don't think that I'm capable and trustworthy to handle a firearm. You don't think that the Second Amendment doesn't apply to people that look like me? Who and you who would call for more gun controls are the same ones that are calling to defund the police? Who is supposed to protect us? We must prepare to be our own first responders to protect ourselves and our loved ones. I am a legal, law-abiding citizen, and I don't need the government to save me.
I teach people how to use a firearm. I empower others to look at me to understand the Second Amendment is their right. I am a proud member of the DC Project, Women for Gun Rights. We believe that education is the key to safety, not ineffective legislation. We support meaningful solutions that will actually save lives. We support the Safe Student Act, HR 7415, which would immediately make schools safer. In hindsight, a Parkland, we saw failure of the government at every level failing the students. Students saw something and they said something and the school did not act. Police were called to his residence over 30 times and they did not act. And finally, the police did not go into their school that fateful day and failed to protect those kids. We need to secure our, secure our schools and we gotta secure this building or like y'all do. What's the difference? We call on Congress to ban gun-free zones, fund nonpartisan firearm education programs like Kids Safe Foundation and non-governmental mental health organizations like Hold My Guns. And in closing, I claim that nothing in these bills do anything to make us safer or address the mental health crisis in this country. <coughs> Despite living with the heartache of losing my son on a daily basis, I believe it is our God-given right to defend ourselves from any act of violence, making it more difficult or even more expensive for me and people that look like me and other law-abiding citizens will not make us safer. It will embolden the criminals. Gun owners are not the enemies, and these gun control policies are not the solution. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thoughts? Uh, her final thank you right there, um, the speaker. Yes, that was, she, she didn't care to hear anything that lady said. She brushed it off. Well, of course, that's their agenda. No, that was broadcast. Uh, you said you wish that had broadcast throughout the United States. Yeah, that was in the house. That was definitely broadcast on all platforms. Yeah. But you know what? Even if you look at the most common example right now, Crook County, okay? Crook County removed the tax on ammo. Mm-hmm. And I want to say maybe a week or two later, Add that shit back. put it back on and said the funds created from buying ammo and guns would be used to fund a uh, gun violence campaign to reduce gun violence. Isn't that the antithesis of them saying the gun lobby profits off of it. They're profiting off of it too. Keep going. So so you took away the tax, brought back the tax, gave a stupid excuse, and no gun violence has reduced 
since you started taking the money. <coughs> and you've made a lot of money off of us. And what I mean by us is law-abiding citizens. Because we're the ones going to buy ammo in places we are allowed to go buy it. Yes. We're not going to little Pookie's garage and going inside the trunk. I don't we're know. We're not going to little Ray Ray's <coughs> and pulling out rounds. We're going to the places that tax us to fund a anti-gun violence campaign that hasn't stopped, slowed down, reduced, haven't done a damn thing for gun violence in Crook County. No, that's because it went to the lobbying to more gun laws and essentially get rid of them. There has been, there is, there is no campaign. Has anyone heard of, anyone seen billboards? No. All the time you go here right now is because it's election time. Anyone see social media marketing going on? No. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of social media marketing going on. Nothing about anti, it was more about the social media marketing about, you know what I mean? The gun violence, you know what I mean? The anti-gun violence protection fund, you know what I mean? And whatever else. Anyone seen any of that? Mm-hmm. Anyone see no. anyone, you know what I mean? Um, posting signage anywhere besides billboards. Yeah. Anyone no. see any community programs that are being funded with it? Yeah, no. we're familiar It went Chicago. to the we're lobbying, so it's just more money in their pockets to sit there and advance their agendas. Yep. That's all it is. Right. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. And I, I think that we can't say we didn't know this was coming. We knew. We we, we know. It's, we we knew who was in office. Yeah. We knew the we knew hot button issues. Mm-hmm. This was coming, but the thing is this, it always happens after a school shooting. That is in my personal opinion, conspiracy theorist comes out of nowhere with no like what we had like the last 13 or 14 school, um, active threats we had mm-hmm. they had intel on the person and mm-hmm. didn't move on it that's yeah. true that's they were on our list but it was on our radar we were watching them yeah that was I mean <laughs> the Boston Marathon bombing oh full intel you see what I'm saying I don't want to say Eric Harrison, Dylan Klebold. I don't think that was the case with them. But uh, uh, who else? Um, it's just sad. It's just so. It's just so sad, and it's beginning to be too much. But we knew it was coming, and so I think that the solution right now, if you are not joined with. A local and national organization that supports and has the muscle to fight to maintain the rights that we have. I don't know what to I don't know what to say about you. I don't know. You know, and this isn't a (laughs) y'all know me. I'm not funded by anybody to say this, but two things can be mutual. We can sit there and say that NRA is in definite need of a regime change and overhaul. And we can also say that I appreciate the lobbying work that they do to make sure that those rights that we have 
have muscle and have like you've heard them testify. If you did not pay attention today, that's fine. You can always go back and watch it. But all throughout the testimony, you heard them say that the NRA is the and the gun lobby is the number one stronghold they have against all of their efforts to stop us from being able to protect ourselves. You've heard them mm-hmm. say that. You have heard them say that. You have heard them say that. And if you are not at least a member and, and supporting those efforts, it's not enough to just, it's just like carrying a firearm. But matter of fact, Marquis said this, and he said this in his advertising too. So you got your firearm. So you got your holster. Now what? Do you know how to carry in your in your uh in the context of a concealed carry environment from concealment? Y'all go sign up for this course. But but that that was wonderful, Mark, because it's true. Some of you watching, you only have your firearm. You only have your holster. You only took that little half-ass, even if it was well taught by any of us or people who are better than us, it's still not enough. And you only got that pistol. You only got that holster. You only took that course. You you don't even have any insurance. You're not joining any organizations that have legislative teeth and muscle to fight these things because the active shootings are not going to stop. They're not going to stop. In fact, in the FBI report, active shooter incidents, right? You can go download it yourself. When you look at the numbers of active shootings and who doesn't love pictures? Look, 333 total active shooter incidents. And this is from 2000 all the way to 2019. You see, the numbers are only getting higher. They are not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And in fact, since they want to tout the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act, right here, those shootings were low. But guess what? We also had different, it was a different time then, we can argue, right? Clinton had a balanced budget. You know, it was a little bit of a different time then. Now, we have no law and order. And I find it funny. I'm going to play this too, because Father Flager, those of you all who are in Chicago or maybe nationwide, and you know who Father Flager is, I'm going to play his, it's not long, but I'm going to play his, uh, his statement or speech or whatnot that he had with, uh, Fox 32 Chicago, where he was talking about how he wants, you know, the police and, and things to be enforced and, and whatnot. But it's like, wait a minute, weren't you just on the fucking Dan Ryan sitting here trying to kumbaya and shit talking about fuck the police and defund the police. Yes, defund the police. Weren't, weren't you just talking about that shit? Yes, and getting them out of the schools and all the other good stuff. He was just talking about it. So now you want them to to ban all guns, and then you want the police We're- to try to come get it. How the fuck do you think they're going to do it? 
the question that I have. You know what? He is a firm, cut my nose to spite my face individual. He forever is looking for that sound bite, and that's a very scary person to be around. The person who wants the sound bite. Opportunist. Sheesh. Here's this. Let's watch it, and then we'll definitely react to it. Here we go. The calls for lawmakers to act on gun control have continued to grow in the wake of all the recent mass shootings. Of course, Congress holding a hearing today on this very issue. Meanwhile, national and local <laughs> leaders continue to speak out and demand change. Joining us now to weigh in on this issue, Father Michael Flager of St. Sabina Church. Father, thanks as always for joining us. Uh, I wanted to touch on this press release that you sent out earlier today on the topic of gun regulations, part of which read, Enough of asking God to bless America until we become an America God can bless. Explain what right. you meant there. Well, I think that we are we're looking at a country that is, first of all, in love, a love affair with guns and it become part of our wardrobe. It's the first sign of ascent, of offense. We're mean-spirited, we're hated, we're, we're polarized, we're divided, and you're asking God to bless that. And we are a violent country. We're most, one of the most violent countries in the entire world. Um, Seventy-some percent of Americans say they want to do some common-sense gun legislation, and yet we're arguing in the Senate and trying to see what we can do, and then arguing about whether we will sell uh, assault weapons, whether 18-year-old or 21-year-old. What? Why are we selling them? Why are we allowing high magazines that are destroying bodies, just literally tearing them apart of our children, and used in all of these 246 mass shootings since January 1st. Why are we not banning them? Talk about the age. So an 18-year-old get a 21-year-old to get a This The issue is guns in this country um, that can be bought to destroy people. They're, they're weapons of destruction. They're, they're weapons of war. Yeah. And yet we're selling them at gun stores as if they're for hunters. It was heartbreaking to listen to the pediatrician today who saw a couple of the kids from Evalde and the damage that was done because of that weapon. Do you think that this will be different this time around? I know it's election season and maybe that will spark some, you know, lawmakers to change things, but do you think so? I think it only will be if in this election season people will make this the election. Um, if we hear 70 some percent of Americans want some kind of legislation, and then we see senators that are against any kind of legislation, they should be voted out. Unless Americans rise up and say, unless you're willing to do some really concrete, comprehensive legislation, we're going to vote you out. It needs to be the issue on the elections and midterms. And if it's not, we, we've watched Newtown. We've watched uh, all around this country, these mass shootings, and here in Chicago. And if we can see babies die from guns and not decide we got to do something, we no longer have a soul in America. So the voters are the ones that are going to make this. Look at the Senate, look at the Congress. The voters are the ones going to make this issue, whether it's going to go away or not. Father, what do, you, what do you say to those folks who are just as heartbroken and disturbed by what happened in Uvalde as, as you are, yet they look at this idea of gun control or common sense gun laws and they say, at the end of the day, the bad guys, those who are deranged, are going to find guns no matter what we do. What do you say? 
Hey, what's going on? It's Instructor Mike. Are you in the market for a good firearm? Are you looking for a place in the state of Illinois where you can practice effective and safe usage of a firearm to defend yourself, shooting for sport, or just inviting your family members out to a wonderful place where they can learn about exercising their Second Amendment rights? Well, Eagle Sports Range is the place for you. 5900 West 159th Street in Oak Forest. Our state-of-the-art range is comfortable, safe, and provides you with the perfect environment to enjoy your shooting. Whether you're a firearms enthusiast or just starting out, their range has everything you want for your shooting needs. Fully air-conditioned for comfort with friendly and knowledgeable staff that also have a great selection of firearms for sale or rent as well as ammunition that you conveniently need on site. Eagle Sports Range. That's EagleSportsRange.com. 708-535-3000. Weapons back. Watch for them. Look for them. Uh, and reporting of them come in and people will be arrested. People will be charged. People go to jail if they hold on to them. I think we've got to really enforce it. Um, you know, they say the bad guys always get the guns, but they're always getting the guns because there's easy access to guns. We don't have a comprehensive background check. We don't close the loopholes for people to get guns through the Internet and, and gun shows. There's 24 states right now that you don't have to have a license or a permit to go buy a gun. So uh, uh, we can stop the bad guys from getting the guns if we have some laws that stop them from getting them. It's like a faucet yeah. right now. Let's turn off the faucet. Yeah. Yep, same Father thing Michael with drugs. Sager, I wish we had more time. Right. Great to see Ooh, you. We can Thank stop you. all the bad guys from Thank getting you. all the drugs. So three things. Three things. Number Good. one. Number one. The Catholic Church has hurt more kids than um, any hey, other hey, threats. Hey, hey, hey. Slippery slope. Be careful. Man, fuck. Are we speaking gospel or not? Fuck that noise. Speak it. We speaking or not? The Catholic Church has hurt more kids than any active threat. So y'all know number if I get one. banned, y'all know what happened. Go number ahead. Two, one of us started. Number posting. two. He said that people can go get a gun without a license. They can't get it without a background check. And last but not least, right here, you want to do a buyback program? As in the government buys my um Guns back for me? What's your background check like? Mm. The government has been known for going to do genocide. Has been known to cause wars. No, has been uh, known to go to foreign no, countries. not our government. Not our government. Yeah, okay. Has been known to cause wars and kick off everything else. Our government is more violent than most people. But you want me to give you my guns for money when your background check is more sully than mine ever will be well so no Mari can, and on marina Teresa on tiktok says wrong i got my guns even without showing an id now that is the case in certain places but no background check and here's what i'm saying did we forget how this country started yeah <laughs> And how we got our freedom. Right. Did we Guns. forget that we... <laughs> I feel like she's lying too, just for the record. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Did, did we forget that we started this country on violence? We What we have today is... <laughs> 
People got to be careful what the fuck hey. they're asking for. If we take away, I say, you know what? Fuck it. If we're going to talk about guns, let's just take away all the guns. Like all of them. Like police don't get them. Secret Service don't get them. The military don't get them. Guns just that'll snap that shit. Bow. Gone. Now, if they're gone, what the fuck do you think is going to happen to the United States of America? We going to be gone. We going to be gone. We going to be gone. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, no. We're going to be the tunnel rats and demolition man. We going to be gone. The we, same way you start is the way that you're gonna do, you're gonna end. We started on violence; it's gonna end on violence. Boy. And every year they come out with a new weapon, a new gun, a real gun, a electronic gun, a plasma gun, a this, that, and the other gun. Next you have a gun shooting air bubbles at you. It just it's just what it is, you know. It's just it's one of those things where it would never go back to the beginning. So now we're faced with the situation: is how do we? How do we offset this? And the only way to offset this is to enforce what you already have. I, just like a parent. Mm -hmm. As a parent, if you have rules in your house for your kids to, to, uh, uh, to clean up and this, that, and the other, if you have broken promises, if you don't clean up, then I'm, I'm going to do this, and you never go through with it, guess what? Your kids are never cleaned up. All the laws that are being placed on the books right now are going to affect us. That's a common, everyday law abiding citizen. I have never, and I've been around a lot of criminals working. I've never talked to a criminal that told me, man, I was about to go do a robbery, but I remember that it was a gun, it was a gun uh, ban. So I didn't take that gun, I took the other. Never once have I met a criminal that said that. You know what? So can we start walking down the street with continent? Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> like we we gotta go there. Let's go back. Let's go all the way back. No, remember that's an assault sword. No, that's an assault sword. Oh, it's an assault sword. <laughs> he said assault sword. <laughs> that's an assault uh, sword. Just it, like your golf clubs, those are assault clubs. If, if you guys are watching, do me a favor, get the likes up, get the likes up, like, comment, share, and subscribe. If you just walked into the room, we have been talking about the United States House of Representatives Committee on Reform, and I forgot the rest of the fucking name, and their testimonies uh, <coughs> of certain people in Congress, uh, you know, testifying before this congressional committee. Uh, before they uh, attempted to, I think there's a package called the Protect Our Kids Act. This was reported by CNN. And in the Protect Our Kids Act, they're looking to uh, put a age limit on being able to buy assault rifles or... Which don't a, exist. Yeah, right. There's only one right, assault rifle. Right, right. There's only yeah. one assault rifle that was ever created, the STG-44. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just a freaking rifle. An Armalite rifle or an AK rifle. Or maybe and some rapid, and, and rapid assault knives. Yep. <laughs> rapid assault knives. The, uh, here we go. The Protect right. Our Kids Act. Uh, in that act, they are looking to... Here's what it says. The House package would raise... And this is according to WGNTV.com. The House package would raise the minimum age for buying semi-automatic weapons... Uh, from 18 to 21, prohibit civilian use of ammunition magazines with more than 15 rounds. In act, which, 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 by the way, 
I'm going to go on ahead and say that's a little bit more lenient than the VCLEA, the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994. How many of y'all remember those 10-round Clinton crime bill mags? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Prohibit civilian use of ammunition magazines with more than 15 rounds and enact new federal criminal offenses for gun trafficking and straw purchases of firearms. Uh, it also seeks to require that ghost guns, which are like your P80 polymers, firearms that are untraceable and do not have serial numbers, undergo background checks and receive serial numbers. Impose a ban on bump stocks for civilians. Thought that was already done. Uh, and bolster the storage of guns in homes where minors have access to them. Now, before we continue in this, I'm about to go on a mother fucking rant. Here we go. Y'all ready? Here we go. Y'all said what's new. I get it. You reckless motherfuckers who we teach in the class and we tell your ass to secure your shit. You are fucking responsible for this. Because we tell your ass all the fuck. Okay, sidebar. It may not be all y'all. It could be people who don't. But you know what the fuck I'm saying? We tell you to secure your shit and you're reckless. Now, we can't give Democrats or anybody who is anti-gun any quarter. Because if they, what did Eddie Murphy say? Give a motherfucker a rope, want to be a cowboy. So we can't give them any quarter at all because if we give them an inch they will take a mile but we gotta bear some fucking responsibility on this shit too we've been telling your ass to get a fucking safe and you're like no nah, we ain't gotta worry about that shit because i live alone i ain't got no kids but then you forgot a little demetrius ass or motherfucking uh chad or goddamn horatio who come to fuck over with his kids and you forgot that you had your gun laying the fuck around but you took the magazine out but you forgot there was a motherfucking round in the chamber and all of a sudden some kid get killed and now we gotta hear about this shit get a fucking safe secure your shit stop giving them a motherfucking reason for them to come after us with your fucking negligence i yield Hey, but you know that dude that just, uh, that little 14-year-old that just robbed that store? He got his pistol out of the safe. How you get the cop? You know what? Hey, they, according to reports, they said that he learned the comp the combination to that safe, and he took the firearm out of the safe, and it was not about the money. It was about a personal something that he had going on, and if he tell them what it was, then it won't, it, it won't, it won't, be, it won't make any sense anymore. So who's in the safe? How about the fact that you fuck up your goddamn kids? Yeah, I said it. Fuck your kids up when you know that you got fucktards for kids. And how about you kick yourself in the ass for being a fucktard for a parent? I'm just saying. Because you know what? Why is it's, it when I started cussing the views went up? It is, here's my question. After that person committed that robbery with the gun he took from the safe, what happened to the parents? Nothing. It's just like that dog that run outside and bit somebody. They gonna lock my ass it's up. Because it's not the boy's fault, it's the gun's fault. Man, you, you know how it is. So I guess it's not my dog's fault, it's the uh it's, it's, his teeth. it's the dog fault. It's his teeth it's fault. Like when I failed that test in high school, it was the fucking pencil's fault. Gotcha. Man, bruh. The pencil wrote down the wrong answer. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. <laughs> 
You guys are just like you didn't just like you didn't go to class and become an instructor. You know, it's see it it, that's not how it happened. You didn't go to a class and become an instructor. You sat in the room. It's the room's fault on you gaining the knowledge of becoming an instructor. Right. Absolutely. It had nothing to do with what it had nothing to do with you. It was the room. We're living in a world now where it's, it's, it's easier to blame an inanimate object than to go back to the root and blame those people that's that are they can't talk back. Yeah. Or, or blame prior administrations when of something course. doesn't go right, too. Of course, it's always the last administration fault. Retard against the Democrats. Like oh. gas prices and food shortages. Oh, I'm hey, paying fucking $6 a gallon right now. Yeah, but and that's hey, the thing, hey, though. Hey, hey, so, hey, watch it now. Watch it now. I, I, you know, I got a trucking coffee, so you know so, I'm, I'm asshole over here, for real. So oh, I really want you to know, so just imagine that. If you have a group of people who are our governing bodies not taking responsibility for their screw-ups, how am I supposed to understand what they're trying to do with gun control? Right. You don't take responsibility for what you are doing wrong. Thank you. And I'm supposed to go to you as the governing body of my conscience and kids versus guns when yeah. the subject isn't kids versus guns? And if you look at half of them fuck tarts on, on, on Capitol Hill, all of them half-ass dead, they probably can't even spell good. They just, they just know how, what it says, what it looks like. It's one, it's one politician that's, that's running... And I, and I, I truly, truly, truly is following him. He's talking about term limits on politicians. Yeah, that was the best It'll shit I've ever heard. It'll I, never happen. But that was the best shit I've ever heard because you got all of this old, crusty, dusty ass. I've been saying that shit for years. Up in there, and you got all these old fucks up in there, and they're looking at what used to be, not realizing that the time is changing. The mm-hmm. clock is still ticking. It's time to get some new blood in there that knows how to deal with the new issues. New blood that knows what the word accountability is. New blood that knows what. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how you get term limits. I'm gonna tell you right now how to get term limits. This is being recorded, right? Yes. Stop allowing politicians to make policies on stocks they currently hold. Hmm. Hmm. Watch how fast term limits show up when whatever stock you have, whatever stock you have, any policy you make on it means that stock goes away. Watch term limits happen. Right. Because now don't go one step further. If you're a politician, you're not allowed to invest. Ooh. But guess what? Because you're you're not policy. So therefore, take away the ability to get insider information because it's the information's fault that it made the investment for you. Because think about it. It's simple. Right away, How is it possible? Uh-oh. Keep going. I want to play oh, something. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude. Hey, I'm black. You know I play with voices, bro. That's all I'm <laughs> <about you>. Hey. <laughs> I, I, boy, I'll be, be low-crawling out this bitch. I don't play with spirits. But um, <laughs> like I said, ain't no black people with paranormal activity. But anyway, when you look at those aspects, if there's a reason why they won't take those term limits, because if it was just based on the paycheck, <coughs> you can get any government job and make almost that same amount of money. It's the potential of the money you can make on the side that they would never ever accept term limits. They'll never accept Yeah, term. absolutely. It's all the lobbying. But Rob does lobbying. have a point too. And I got I had to interject with that. 
Rob said, Katie, term limits mean millennials will be running the country sooner, and that's a bad thing, too. Thoughts? I got to step on that, okay? So millennials is a very broad term because that's for a generation. Guess what? There are multiple people in that generation. Millennials normally has a derogatory or a negative tone toward, toward it because of different things that they have done within their generation. But guess what? Either way, we're not going to be here for the rest of our lives, as in us, right. our age group. So again, it reverts back to, are you teaching your children yes. something beneficial? Yes. Or are you allowing the technology box, you know, that stupid phone that we call so freaking smart, to babysit for you? You know, and co- come and think of it. I'm going to switch to a... Di- so I just released, those of y'all who know, I'm a children's book author. I just released a new book called Steve the Bee and Little Frankie Talk Behavior and Feelings. And so I'm not saying that to plug my book, but fucking I'm going to plug it. But I'm also saying this to sh- uh, to talk about the, 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 uh, the criticisms that the book got. And I'm going to show you because it did get criticism. And the thing is, is that I'm sitting here like, okay, I know your book isn't for everyone. Got it. Check the box. But I have never found out something to be so true than to get to this and see some of the comments that was in the reviews Parents do not want to, and it's not all parents. If it don't apply, let it fly. But parents do not want to read to their children. So here's this. Because we're talking about solutions. So there's enough, where where is this? It's one review. Here we go. Uh, It was one review that was pretty critical. That's going to reinforce the point that I was trying to make. Uh, do, 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 sorry, maybe it's the next page. Yeah, what, no, that's not it. I'm sorry, guys. Hold on, I should have had that prepared. Now, you see these five-star reviews, it had a lot of meat and potatoes behind it. Then, okay, here we go. This book isn't for children. Instead, the book is meant to be read and discussed with children. The book is in two sections. First, a B discusses the importance of not hitting one's children. Second, the second, I'm sorry, the book's second section introduces children to dangerous situations without any instructions or guidance. I applaud the author's intentions, but this book isn't the best parental tool. So if the shit is said, it's meant to be read and discussed with children. And it introduces children to dangerous situations without any instructions or guidance. What the fuck does that mean? That means you're supposed it's not to teach a children's book, huh? It's hey. not a children's book. What? Well, hey. No, it actually is a children's book, and I, I'll read it to you guys live on here if you want to, because I'm telling you, I got no problem reading it because the book is designed to be triggering to parents and advocate for abused children to stop beating your fucking children and actually teach them, because. If, if you don't do what I ask you to do in my class, can I beat the shit out of you? No, no, no. That's not what I meant when I said it's not for children. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. What I'm saying is this. Go if on. I got the book, 
is this a book where I just give it to my kids or should I read it first to understand what I'm giving my kids? Which, in my opinion, if anything you give to your kids, shouldn't you review it first before you give it to them? Yes, okay, if right? you're a fucking teacher. Hey, hey Mike, what did, like, I what did I tell you when I came I over there? What, what did I tell you when I came over there to that book fair over in, I think, Oak Lawn? When I went down there to the other guy's uh, table. Yeah. I read the beginning part of that book and I told you that that's not a book that I would want my children to be reading. I read it first while standing up there. A lot of parents don't give a shit, man. A lot of, that's just like these damn video games. My son knows, and I, I tell you guys about my son. He's been shooting since he was 10 years old, 15 years old, ranking number 32 out of his whole class. My son is not allowed to have GTA. Grand Theft Auto is not nothing that I want him playing. I, why? I played it already. I've been on there. I see what the concept is. I'm that parent to get on the game, and I will act like I'm here with the headset on just to hear what his friends are saying. Right. But you have a lot of parents that don't give a shit. Out of sight, out of mind. As long as they're not asking me for shit, I'm good with it. Mm -hmm. And that's what the problem is. We're allowing everything else in, around us to raise our children instead of us raising our kids. Same thing, and I keep saying it. You keep on letting that dog out, and you get locked up. It's a, it's a damn shame when we live in a day and age where I hate to say it, but the rainbow and animals have more rights and more rules governing them than regular people do. I hope mm. I said that not to get blocked. No, nope. And I've said that multiple times yeah. when people have like addressed it with how black people are endangered species. No, we're not because we're not protected by government. Not at all. Mm. Mm. Not at all. Mm. Not at all. Go out there and kill a, go, go out there and kill a rhino and see what happens to you. Hmm. Like, go out there and kill a black person and see what happens. Anyway, hey, I digress. Hey, right. Hey. Back to the book. <laughs> so, yeah. So, my thing is, is that you should be knowing what your kids are going to read. True. If you're not looking at the book and you feel a specific way about it, well, it's not for kids, this, that, and the other. Maybe it's because the content you aren't ready to talk to your kids about. And let's be real. If you're not ready to talk to your kids about certain content, that's. 100% up to you. But my thing is, don't put it on the tool because that's, again, a book is a tool. I'm right. not going to give a six-year-old catcher in the ride. Yeah, you said okay. my daughter's 10 years old and I love the uh, book Steve the Bee and Little Frankie. That You know what? That That's one thing that I was saying uh, about the book is that it teaches actually finding out what the issue is that has your children acting the way they do. That's that's the main thing behind the book. And I have ne don't get me wrong, I've written some triggering books, but I have never seen something so triggering in this book. But that was my intention. That was my intention when I wrote it was to create something that was going to literally trigger because these kids, like if you have not worked in an abuse and in, in a, in a home, y'all can see the screen, right? Yes. Yeah. If you have not worked in a, a shelter for abused kids, oh. man, it is really something. And so, it's yeah, it, it, it's really something. So I can't even, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's it's really something. It's really something. I think this is the this is a different one. 
Yeah. But see, Mike, that goes back to the analogy I used in class. How many people have a toolbox that they bought on sale around holiday time that came with 150 pieces for like 20 bucks? <clears throat> and there's a, there's a, set, a certain set of tools in there that you do not know how to use. Yeah. And a lot of people raise their hand. Even us, us guys that, that, that put together stuff, I'm pretty sure there's a tool somewhere that you don't know how to use. Yep. If you don't seek someone to teach you how to use that tool and how that tool can benefit you and work for you, you'll be that person that's hammering with a pair of channel locks. Yeah. You'll be that person that's using a butter knife to try to screw in a screw. You'll be that person that's using all kind of dumb shit to try to fix a car because you don't have the knowledge to use the, prop, the tool the proper way. Every tool has a specific use. Every tool has a specific function, but a lot of people go out here and just get it because it was all a part of a set. It was a trending thing. It was on sale. So I got the tool. Same thing with these firearms. It's a tool. That's all it is. And as long as you continue to sell tools to people that are not certified mechanics, don't expect the fucking car to get fixed. And don't expect these people to go out there and figure out how to get it done because the only time that they're going to call one of us is when some go bad. Right. Hey, that's oh, an assault screwdriver. Hey, you already know. But see, a lot of people, they're not going to call and say, hey, let me get this training first. Let me go and find out how to work this tool before I go buy this tool. So it's just, it, it's a revolving door that we're going to continue to be in. Just like the tool that you're selling right there, that tool, a lot of the parents probably don't know how to use it. So I, I hope you didn't expect them to teach their children how to use it. I tried, you know. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach you a class on assault screwdriver usage. Yeah, I, I tried, and I think he was his, his. This was some of the part right here that actually triggered uh, some of the parents. So long and short of it, Steve flies by, is speaking to the reader. He says, "I like this park. Children come here a lot to run, jump, skip, and hop." They often bring ice cream, candy, and sweets galore. Mmm, the sweet taste is what we bees adore. Ah, oh, fuck that up again. Hold on. Um, switching between that and another book. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Um, there seems to be some children who are always sad. Do you think they've made their parents mad? Why are you crying? I heard one mom angrily ask. I don't know, the little girl apply, uh, replied running away fast. They come here all the time. She plays and whines and, and cries and whines. I don't think the mother understands. To her, the little girl's behavior could seem bad. Sadly, the mom uses her hands. How many times have we seen parents just beat the shit out of their kids and they don't understand that there's a emotion, an event that caused them to feel that way? And I think that when you come from, uh, when you come from trauma, you know, when you come from trauma, that, that it, it causes you to not understand the behavior and you end up trying to control the situation, you know? So that's it, guys. Um, final thoughts while we're wrapping up on, on this. Hey, I, know, I know you probably got one of the people on there still holding on to us actually about uh, arming teachers. I seen that post that you put up today. Um, I think it was in D.C. that there was a, they had, the, you said the lunch lady and the, the engineer that was walking through the school doing an active shooter drill. Oh my god! <laughs> Let me go find that shit. We can't end without talking about that. Marquise, yeah, your, your name was on that <laughs> comment page too. I read it all. Oh my god! Yes, I mean, we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk. I about mean, it. 
when you got Caltex fingers on triggers and lens caps still on the scopes. Yeah. Or the optics. I'm go. just nah, saying. What the hell I, miss? I, huh? I will say this. I actually I like that Caltex. I actually like that Caltex. That little small Caltex. Yeah, bro, stop playing with me. I, I, I'm real. It, 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 it shoots phenomenally. Dude, stop playing with me. I'm serious. Dude, stop playing with me. Okay. Here we go. I, every you triggering me. He said, "Spare the rod, spoil the child." So let me ask you this: You come in my place, you fuck up. Can I beat your ass? <laughs> he gonna say, I "Ain't no child." Right. Oh no 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 no. Spare the rod, spoil the child. And it's just like, I, I love it. When parents sit there and say, well, my child is not listening to me. Have you ever thought you an elementary ass, you a preschool ass parent? Have you ever thought about that shit? Have you ever thought about the fact that maybe the reason why your child isn't listening to you because maybe your child, maybe you don't know how to teach? That's funny as fuck. I think that parents who get offended at what I say don't take into context that parenting is the one thing that you could be simply because you can fuck and create it. You could fuck and you could create it. You have no LEO. You have no license, no licensure, no evaluation, and no observation. Ain't nobody watching your ass. Ain't nobody evaluating what the fuck you know to see if you even teaching and there's no licensure. Simply because you fucked it, it came into the world. All of a sudden, you're a parent. You're not honest about what the fuck you don't know. You're not trying to get any help and then when your child tries to tell you something and then your child is actually right you are so insecure in the fact that your child may actually know more than you you try to suppress that child you are no different than a police officer who can't take the fact that the citizen may actually be smarter than that cop but you know what the biggest problem in communication is communication and I think one of the biggest fallacies is that we all communicate well we don't Effective communication is totally different than just two people talking. And I think what happens is people don't realize that what you're saying may have context and meaning to you, but it doesn't have that same context and meaning to me. Even when I think Mike was in, Mike was in one of my classes, yeah, I say, hey, we're going over the four safety rules. Right. Okay, give me a safety rule. Well, the safety rule is... Um, keep your finger off the trigger. Right. Okay, what does that mean to you, though? That way, it's not a wrong, right or wrong answer. It's just me understanding what does that phrase mean to you? I don't, like, for example, something I don't say in my classes. Um, treat every weapon as if it were loaded. I don't like that. That's me, though. Everett defending his motherfucking ass whooping skills. Hard as <laughs> fuck, boy. <laughs> you better hope I ain't DCFS. I'm a motherfucking mandated reporter. Let me find out you beating the shit out of your kids. I'm going to be at your motherfucking doorstep. You defending your shit hard as fuck. You defending that. Something. You defending your ass whooping like it's pussy. Yeah, I went there. I'm serious. I'm a I'm an advocate for motherfucking kids. You defending it hard. Talking about something that must be something you dealing with. Yeah, I'm an abused child survivor. You better watch the Hey, you are you in the right motherfucking room, boy. You don't want this. You don't want this. Go ahead, Marquise. But yeah, so um, that's a term I don't <coughs> use. I don't use the um, treat every weapon as if it were loaded because for me, I'd rather you know the condition of your firearm. And we can figure that out better than treating every gun as if it were loaded because it doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. 
So I feel that as adults, we believe we have communication skills, but we might not have effective communication skills. Absolutely. So what we're trying to say might not come across the same way, but it's always better to understand if what you are saying is getting across to the person and they understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. I can regurgitate it back to you. Absolutely. Hence the statement, active or effective, active listening, effective communication. Absolutely. And there's times where I'll sit there because Everett, and this is not against you. I don't have a problem with you. Let me give that context. Your statement I have a problem with, okay? So I think anybody who's on this page, y'all know it's not you. It may be your position. It's never you, okay? Never you. But what I'm saying is this, is that I'll sit there and I'll ask some parents because I got parents and children that go through my anger management stuff. And I'll sit there and say, you know, well, what are the learning, what are the learning styles of your, how, how does your child learn? Well, shit, they learn pretty fast. Motherfucker, I didn't say the speed in which they learn. I said, how do they learn? Oh, you don't know? It's, you know, uh, hands-on fucking... No, it's all good. It's all good. It's hands-on. Yes! Oh, my God. Charlie, you... In, hey, that was good. A lot of us had no being parent, no business being parents when we were. I'm just saying. But here we go. There's, you know, uh, audio, visual, kinetic. Then you've got some learners who are great analytical, great creators, but then there are some who are practical. Do you know that boys are more practical than anything? Do you know you get your girls? There are different learning styles depending upon certain environments and depending upon certain tasks. You know, there are a lot of people who are good at manipulating shit. And it's like, if you're not a good teacher, two things can be mutually exclusive. You can know how to do something, but not know how to teach it. Which is a lot of instructors. Oh, whoop. I'm just, just saying. Just because, you, just because you did it doesn't mean you should be teaching it. And just because you reading that PowerPoint slide don't mean that you fucking understand it either. Because you could be learning while your students are learning. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, you that, start squinting. Mike, I already know where you was going with this. Hey, you, you, I'm not, but I'm not going to say that person's name. But <laughs> yeah, see, 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 you, see, you, hey, see? hey, I'm just saying. Motherfucker, make you a celebrity. Hey, he can make you a celebrity over. Nope. All right, I'm just saying. (laughs) No, let's keep on. Let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on. I'm just saying. You know. Okay, so did you find a picture with the teachers with with them doing the uh the active shooter drill yet? No, I was trying to find it. We were talking about asking. Go to your Facebook page. Oh, I got the Facebook Facebook page. page. It definitely is on there. <laughs> oh, it's right here. Here we go. Uh, brother, you ain't seen this. Get ready, brother. Yes. It's on Facebook. Yeah, 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 I got it right. I got it right here. I got it right here. This oh, this God. is gonna be funny. Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm way too sober for this bullshit. Uh, hey, got some crown apple crayon. Here Which we go. Page, Bam. Oh. With the kill tech, oh my god! Hey, look, I'm just telling you, Stop right? It. What kind of what kind of stack is this? A no stack. It's a pancake. Oh. All right, here we go. Ho! Look, Liz Cat. Hey, I, that's the first. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what you is? Look at them sites. You screwed. Right. <laughs> like, I can't okay. See them. Everything's black. But here's this though. I don't know if this was. I mean. 
we could talk about this. I think this was just a photo opportunity that they just took while they were walking down the hall because if this is supposed to be Tim's, which is Tactical Emergency Medical Services, right? You don't, they don't look like they're ready for shit. First of all, I don't care if it is a photo op. It's a photo op. If yeah. it's a photo op, that means it is stuck forever in the internet Facts. or the interwebs. Yeah. Right now, you like a complete damn idiot with a gun, with a freaking, you have a optic that is covered. Hey, big boy in that last picture, though, finger on the trigger. Yeah. We're going to get there. We, why you ruin it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, hey, John, bad. my OCD kicked in big time when hey, I saw it. Hey, what about this, though? I'm, I don't know, man. I, That's well, hardcore. He can't see. Neither one can see because his eyes are closed and she ain't even looking down. The and then this, oh, he got his finger on the trigger. Or right, he, on the, right on the trigger. Yes. I... This is just embarrassing. And see what I'm saying? When, when people are asking, we need more police in schools. Okay, since you say we need more police in schools, I humbly beg of you to consider the following. Remember what just oh happened? Oh, my God. Mike, go back to that second to last picture. Oh, man, oh, I just no. stopped the screen. Oh, shit. Let oh, me go back no. to the second to the last picture. Okay. Here we go. There we go. Incoming. Come on, this picture right here? No, one more back. Sorry. Seriously, she has her glasses, her prescription glasses strapped to her molly. <laughs> hey, those could be for reading, man. Uh, bro, in the middle that's twice as worse than you. I, I know, I'm just fucking with you. I <laughs> Like, seriously, I have to zoom in. Her prescription glasses are right smack in the middle of her Molly Chestery. Look, now you know it was hard for them to try to get police in the first place, okay? So, hey, hey, they all they got. They all they got, man. What They all they got. And what's strapped to her left leg if her holster's on her right hip? Could be a taser. OC. Or pepper spray. That's a really big pouch for a taser. That's what she said. Hello. That's not army. Rob is, Rob is something else. Tell me something. That's Ooh. army. That's not army. They are wearing okay, the... That's called shots fired, Rob. Damn. <laughs> that's not army. They're wearing, the, they're wearing the BDU pattern of the army, but that's not army. Not even remotely close. Or it might be, who knows, baby? Because that shit, the training standards have gone down. Fuck it. Hey, and then, did you notice her cross-draw holster and your one with the guy's eyes closed? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. The holster's on the left facing backwards? Yeah, I saw that. It's it's utterly disgusting. I mean, that's gangster. Y'all just don't understand where y'all coming from. Y'all training ain't on point. That's all. Yeah, well, Don't her You know, I think that if we're gonna, <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna say, let's continue to use the police, take into consideration this. Here we go. I parked. Um, U.S. Marshal started coming toward my car, saying that um, I wasn't allowed to be parked there, and uh, he said, "Well, we're gonna have to arrest you because you're being very uncooperative." 
I said, well, you're going to have to arrest me because I'm going in there. And I'm telling you right now, I don't see none of y'all in there. Y'all are standing with snipers and y'all are far away. I'm, if y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. He right, immediately put me in cuffs. She says after Uvalde police officers told marshals to uncuff Gomez, she ran towards the school. As soon as they uncuffed me, I jumped that first gate fence. And once I jumped it, I went to my son's class. And I knocked on the door and I remember the teacher saying, um, I'm like, hey, they're already, they're already um, boat cutting the fence to get me. She's like, you think we have time to get out? I said, y'all have time. I'm going to run for my other son. Once she was assured her son was okay, Gomez ran to get her other child, encountering more officers who tried to stop her. So I start yelling and I'm being a cooperative and I'm like, well, y'all aren't doing What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't doing Y'all need to be in here. Give me your best. Somebody give me a best. I'm something. I started paying attention to how far the shots were being so that I knew the shooter was all the way still by my first son's class. So when I went to my son, my second son's door, the teacher didn't want to open the door for me. So that's when they started um, escorting me out. And as I, as I see that they're opening my son's door, I go run for my son and I get him. With both of her kids out safe, Gomez still can't shake the thought of those who didn't make it. While you were inside the school, did you see officers there inside the school? There was not one officer inside the school when I ran to my second son's class. There was not one officer. And you were hearing gunshots, so you knew you that could hear the it gunshots. was an active shooter. It was still active. The gunshots were still active. They were not in there. There was no one in there. If anything, when I pulled out, my car was closer to the school than, the, where, than where the snipers and everybody that was laying on the ground were. When you heard that it took law enforcement 75 minutes before they went in and stopped the shooter, what was your thinking, having been inside the I school did. yourself? No. I don't know. I was just thinking that they could have saved many more lives. They could have gone into that classroom and maybe two or three would have been gone, but they could have saved a whole, a whole more, the whole class. They could have done something, gone through the window, sniped them through the window. I mean something but nothing was being done if anything they were being more aggressive on us parents that yeah that was that was horrible what are your thoughts on that guys i'm the one sent you the video so you already know what my thoughts are oh yeah 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 because i'm sorry you're talking about literally holding parents at gunpoint to not go get their kids while you're right there not stopping the threat either I probably would have been shot then. Yeah, I would have been shot. I would, I would have been shot, but we definitely would have found a way inside that building. But hey, anyway. Man, I'm just saying, I probably would have been shot. because uh, No, because it would make no nothing, sense. Then, you're, then you left the world. It's nothing that stop me from getting up in there to get my kid, especially y'all too pussy to go up in there. And if you if you actually listen to what the, uh, the teacher said when he was on the news today and everybody else, how the officers came in and they stopped it because they was, they was, they was taking gunfire. Like, at what fucking point? That's what the fuck your job is, you dickhead. Like, let's just be fucking real. I hope you didn't sign up for the job to write fucking parking tickets and, and get cats out of the goddamn tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point do we, we realize what our job description was? Right. It's a possibility that you're going to get shot at. But sure. we talked about this last week, though, KD, mm -hmm. is that you got people who breach. You got people who want to look good in uniform and you got people who will take that first shot so the second person can get that shot on the bad guy. None of those people was there that day. Right. None of those people was there that day. And the simple answer was, well, you know, 
um, our our supervisor said, "Don't go in." Okay. I, Even okay. So okay. fire me. Huh? Hey, fire me. I've been fire me after I do what I gotta do. I, I'm going in. That's fine. That's what I mean. Fire. I'm exactly. going in. Right when I'm done. Yeah. Like I would straight up leave the weapon that shit like like you see in every movie. You want my gun and my badge? After I'm done though. I got or, you. I hate to say it, you know what? And I guarantee Florida will hire me right after that. Hey man, Florida and probably some uh and, and probably Arizona and um Nevada. But I'm gonna tell you like this, and unfortunately, I love my movies. I love my movie quotes. I don't think I'm gonna let you arrest us today, Mehan. Hey. And if you don't know where that's from, I can't help you. I'm sorry, sir, but sometimes doing the right thing ain't doing the right thing. Ooh, I don't know. Like I SWAT. That. <laughs> yeah, that's SWAT. I would go over Tombstone, right. but I like Tombstone. I don't think I'll let you arrest me today. Mm. Like, no, you're not going to get this one. You got kids in there getting sprayed down, which means if he's shooting in one direction, he's not paying attention to another. That's true. But see, that's the same thing that happened with that... Um, with that um, the Buffalo, New York. Everybody talking to Buffalo, New York. If you looked at his his body cam, he got out and he was facing forward. Nothing was behind. He never looked once behind him. Never would look that he looked to the side. He he was focused on going in and doing what he's doing. Because he knew that was about, his last time. Man, you know, so it's just like one of those things. Like I really think that I, 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 I man, never mind. Go ahead, Mike. Say what you want to say. No, you good. You got beyond 2005, though, Rashid. That was back in, um, oh, God. When was that? What was that law? It was what Warren was, versus of Columbia. It was one before, it was one before Warren before D, um. Town of Castle Rock? No. It's one before Warren versus D.C. Not Castle Rock v. Gonzalez, right? It might be, because it's one before, like, the one that sticks in my head is always Warren versus DC because mm-hmm. it involved women. Yes. But it was one before that that it was determined. And I and I have it somewhere in a book. I'll say, but that's been around for a yeah, I'll say that's been around for a long time. Police aren't there to protect people, they're to enforce laws. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's where most people I, I, misconstrue. You know what I mean? When they say police officers, you work for me. No, you don't. And guess what? Don't work for you. And it's not no law that says that I can't go my, in that school and get my fucking kid out of there. Police work to enforce the Constitution, which is to obviously prevent law breaking. <clears throat> murder is illegal. Their their job is to stop people from committing murder. It is they're not there to protect you. If they protect you in the process of doing their job, then so be it. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Yes, I did get your message, uh, Christy. I don't know if she wants to. I'll drop the link. I don't know if she wants to come up because we're about to end it probably about 10 minutes. But if she wants to drop the link, this is the uh, young lady who just testified before the uh, House Committee, um, uh, Lucretia. So, yeah, hey, <laughs> JFB said Mike about to fall asleep. Y'all know me too well. <laughs> I said, well, Mike, get them eyes looking like he's Chinese. He is about to fall asleep. Um, Beautifully Broken Baby Girl. Oh, that's a heck of a name. 
She said, um, we don't need money if there were more Overwatch angels like Mike. Are, are y'all doing veteran Overwatch? I know God... <laughs> You did veteran Overwatch since your niece's graduation. How many? How many of y'all would do veteran Overwatch? I, mean, I did. I'll say I did veteran Overwatch. Yep, sure did. Yes, we are doing veteran Overwatch. I know I'm uh, doing it. So I had elevated stat. I had elevated platform, back against the wall, full view entrance, and the whole floor. Absolutely, absolutely. You said I don't think it will Frank. What is oh I'm sorry. Frank, 1856. 1856. Um South versus Maryland. The Supreme Court of the United States clearly excuse me, the United States stated clearly that protect, protection is not an individual right, but rather the police are there to enforce the law in general. 1982 was Ballard versus DeVito. Which was there was no constitutional right to be protected by the state against being murdered by criminals or madmen. It is monstrous if the state fails to protect its residents, but it does not violate the Constitution. Wow. So if I'm not mistaken, Warren versus DC was later. Later, was it yeah. It was a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 1856, 1982, and then Warren versus DC. Wow. If I'm not mistaken. And you said but it was some versus Maryland, right? Yeah, South versus Maryland. And that was 1856. So and it's literally been in history that we are not supposed to be waiting for a cape. And just so like, um, Kent made a comment, need to remove the protect and serve slogan. And no, because they are protecting. They're protecting the law. All right? So they're serving community. the Constitution. The Constitution says that, you know what I mean, Certain laws and, and actually Constitution, Bill of Rights, all different things allow certain unalienable rights to us God-given. Mm -hmm. Which means pursuit of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. So, by law, murder is illegal. They're there to stop the, the commission of murder. Rape is illegal. So, therefore, they're to, they to stop the commission of rape. If it happens to be you that they're protecting, then you are just the product of that incident. That's correct. Yep. And I'm going to say this too. Everyone who believes in the whole, oh, we just need to give up guns and all this other good stuff. I like my man, Benjamin Franklin. He who will give up freedom for safety deserves, deserves neither freedom yep. nor safety. Yep. Correct. You don't deserve either. Correct. Because if you still waiting for Superman, Batman, Robin, whoever you waiting for to come save you, you keep waiting. Cops, are there in minutes when you only have seconds. That's correct. I'm sorry. I'm not leaving my life a chance to nobody. There are wonderful people who are talking in the comments about the situation. I believe it was in Virginia where it was a party. Graduation and, party. Yeah, graduation party. And there was a man who came out and was shooting. And I think one of the party goers, a female, black yes. female, actually yep. took out her rifle and shot the guy. He didn't die, but he's in custody. He got stopped. No yeah. matter. Yeah. She All motivated that him. Was he stopped? Yes. Motivated him to cease his threatening behavior. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. We no, don't know. No. <laughs> did she modify his behavior? Yes. Definitely did. Hey, Marlon. If she modified his behavior, it obviously worked. 
Yes. Yep. Katie got the Morpheus glasses on. All right, you all. We are going to head on out again. It was another wonderful show. I really, really hope that those of you all who know I'm not Republican or Democrat. I'm not, you know, conservative or liberal. I'm independent. But my inner Republican came out today. I... <laughs> no, that's your independent. Yes. My, 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 hey, I never, I, man, dude, I'm telling you. I've never seen either. Both sides. I'm an independent thinker. Man, look. Hey, Republicans and those interested Democrats, hold the line. Stop this bill. It's not that we don't want to protect kids. But we cannot give them an inch or they will go a mile. We cannot give them a rope. They will want to be a cowboy. Those of us who have things to defend, we stand behind you. Hold the fucking line. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I like to have my firearm to go protect the school if I need to. Facts. Because I can't give them hopes and prayers. I can't. I can't. Somebody said they're about to do it right now for their niece's graduation. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I hate to say it. I was actually doing security this weekend at a um, festival. Love you too. Thank you. Guess what was on my back? A scorpion. That's it. A scorpion was on my back for the hey, simple Marquee. reason. Huh? Don't, don't, don't get off when we get off. Because I need to ask you a question about something, too. Bet. But I had a scorpion on my back because of all of us that was there, I was the only one allowed to be armed. It was 5-0 there, too. Yeah. But I was the only one allowed to be armed, part of the security team that was working in specific areas. It's like, oh, okay, well, I need my pistol and I need a scorpion. Here's my credentials. I'm allowed to have it. Thomas O'Keefe says last president to ban something uh, was was Trump. I think he did the bump stock, but that yeah, was more he did so. The bump stock because of Vegas. Yeah, that was more so like let me give up something to get something. So anybody who understands that, yeah, it was a part. It was a part, not a whole firearm. Right. No. It's like saying we banned the little dust cap that goes into the over the AR over the bolt over the bolt carrier group. <laughs> right. Motherfuckers are like. Okay. <laughs> no dust covers. <laughs> we'll be all right. Charlie Boy, you said, have I considered a discourse for my channel? Oh, you're talking about like, uh, the... Uh, I think he's talking about Discord. Discord. Oh, Discord. I heard of it. What is it? It's a whole other platform. It's I'm an app. I'm sleepy. It's an app that you go on and do all kind of stuff on. It's yeah, like we heard about the Vegas shooting. Around. Yeah, and Chrissy said you can make those homemade, too. You said Celtics up by four. Hey, don't be. Hey, we Golden State over this boy. We nah. I, I don't know. I just like. I just like. Uh, I'm sleepy. I forget the motherfucker's name. He's not a motherfucker. I just like cursing. Draymond Green. No. Um. Steve Curry. Uh, Steve Curry. Curry. Yeah. 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 I like Steve Curry. Yeah. Good guy. All right, y'all. Closing thoughts. 
That was God it. God bless America. That's it. <laughs> and John went to sleep right away. Save <laughs> horse, ride a cowboy. You know what? We got to get out of here. <laughs> That was a good one. He said, "Save a ride a cowboy, save a horse, and ride a cowboy." Oh my god! All right, y'all, come on back Wednesday, every Wednesday, eight p.m. Central Standard Time for Trigger with Instructor Mike and friends. Um, hey man, you all be safe. Make sure you get your. Freaking eyeballs on me right now. Make sure you get your freaking butt in somebody's doggone concealed carry class and make sure you secure your damn guns. We got to hold ourselves accountable. We got to make sure we stop giving them reasons to fuck with us. Now that's on you, goddammit. Do what you're supposed to do. I love your fucking ass. We out. What's going on there, Mr. Kirk? What's your deserves about what you're